All right, welcome to the Trash Podcast, episode five. Yeah, episode five. God damn, it's been a quick one. All right, so basically, let's talk about character arcs. We love them or we hate them, and character arcs are overall just amazing, to say the least. They make films much more enjoyable, but of course, they need to be earned and all the such. When that character arc is earned, you feel a sense of excitement, dread, or just depending on overall circumstances. If it's a hero descending into darkness, that's a character arc, but that's just a negative character arc, while a more positive character arc is from a villain um, going towards being a, going against his overall choices in life and just becoming a hero. And I personally feel... That one of those amazing character arcs is Zuko from Avatar The Last Airbender. And judging by, if you're listening to this podcast, for like three viewers, for the three viewers that listen to this garbage, um, the actual podcast, uh, the actual Avatar The Last Airbender itself, Zuko is just the perfect template. He's flawed. He's determined. He has... And there's a reasoning behind his actions for every single action he has taken within the first season. For redeeming his honor, for having the chance just to simply return home. But due to his very dysfunctional father, manipulative, terrible, and the lack thereof, he gives them an impossible task to achieve in order to return home. Realistically, just not giving him any chance to return to his homeland and all that stuff, return home. And that was kind of the basis of season one. Season two was more of a redefining Zuko as a character himself, changing, just changing overall, and just kind of in a new atmosphere as this prince who is once, who is once royalty, leading a ship, leading men, and having his own personal kind of, I don't know, just having a certain overall rank in the Fire Nation, is now humbled to a refugee. And in the even though he technically is a refugee, at first he's very, um, say the least, um, I would say, let's just say politely, very high and mighty to say the least he's very he's still the same old him early on into the episodes but after realizing the effect of the fire nation had on these people throughout the times with people's on first-hand experiences with the children with one of those in the zuko alone that episode kind of being an overall defining moment for him because he is He's kind of, in a sense, just... Sorry, there's a mosquito. There is a sense of, I would say, a more humbling experience. And it's just, like, the realization of how terrible his once glorified nation he was grown up to be in and how amazing it was, spreading its overall... um, What's the word? There's quote-unquote, glory, and expanding it to the world. 
through conquest. And that kind of changes him. And then the moment he does a good deed, it kind of, he has a overall, he falls sick and he must kind of like sweat out the evil within him. And despite this overall dream of his uncle, his own father figure, the only father figure that he's technically had throughout his life, and with his mother gone, that that mother figure is kind of lackluster, and his terrible sister, younger sister being just overall yikes, to say the least, it kind of just realized that, oh my god, it's like he's finally, in a sense, happy. But then that moment, the moment that's given to him that his life purpose earlier in life in the previous season is given to them. He will, instead of, no, um, I'm better than this. He falls into that predictable state of, he regresses into it. And I guess that makes it so realistic. And he does return home in season three and all that stuff. But then that doubt on, and the fear in his mind on, on kind of being, quote-unquote, the perfect prince that his father always wanted. And you could see that the amount of dread, doubt, and regret that he's having over the period of time, and it just personally overall affects his character arc, and it's realizing that this isn't what he wants. And he's now realizing that uh, the man who actually cared for him most was always there, and he lacked the appreciation to actually properly thank him and the moment that the in season three spoiler alert they get the one of the the palace gets invaded on a solar eclipse because the fire nation they use power from the sun sun got blocked no fire bending whatever but basically his father's been in prison for such a long time uh, his, his quote unquote, his uncle has been imprisoned for all this time and he, yes, he does visit him, but he every time he visits him, his uncle's always been silent. And once he's educated upon his past of who he truly is on his past in connection to the previous Avatar, Avatar being a, a person that could bend all four, all elements, earth, fire, water, air, whatever, and basically the ultimate peacekeeper of the of the land and all that stuff, but basically, with time, he's thus realizing that he's been wrong, he confronts his father, instead of killing him, he just stands there, standing his ground, staying what, how long it's taken him to realize that, how much of a terrible father he's been for whenever his mother was gone, and how uncle, his uncle, Uncle Iroh, have, has had the proper impact on his life. And you could see that through his actions. And when he finally, in the season finale, when he finally meets with him, the series finale, when he finally meets him, he immediately breaks down in tears after realize, after confronting the man that's actually cared for him all these years and the amount of the amount of wrongs that he's done. And the basically just for the amount of raw emotion that he's experienced. Because it's taken him, his naivety and his drive have blocked, uh, it's kind of fogged his views, on the, his views and the realization of what his uncle has been striving to give him. And thus, when he, 
when he must become the Fire Lord, aka um, the kind of like the the ruler slash quote unquote king of the Fire Nation, uh, he must confront his sister because his sister was given the throne by his fa- by their father, and now he must kind of like what's it called? Kind of kind of going against trying to go in against his sister and take the throne from her so it could actually give a proper life of peace and whatever. And throughout that battle, the directors for it made the character, Zuko, stand his ground. And although the battle, the last Agni Kai, being such a very, it's honestly, it's been quoted as the best battle in Avatar The Last Airbender, despite being a six, like four minutes long compared to the big battle between the Avatar and the Fire Lord, the actual true Fire Lord, aka Zuko's father, at being 10 minutes. And the last Agni Kai, you could see that the there's been multiple character and there's been multiple analysis, video essays on the actual individual analysis on that battle itself. But the key points being Zuko throughout that battle remained firm on the ground as he was remaining firm with his beliefs and choices throughout up to that point. He's managed to correct all his wrongs and doing it through this battle and winning it. While his sister Azula is all chaotic, kind of gone crazy as she suffers mentally multiple mental diseases at this point as she was betrayed by her friends. Her manipulative father has screwed her over. Her power dynamic has her power dynamic, that fear is greater than anything. And that once that love is this overall power, it kind of flips her views on it because she's always controlled power with fear. It's kind of just changed her views. What? Sorry about that. There is a real big quick cut. Sibling popped up, grabbed dog, and then dipped right where I was going, basically. It just overall depends. Like, the characters, that is just like kind of wrapping things up real quickly. The character arc of Zuko is perfect, in my opinion. Because he, he does some, the writers of Avatar The Last Airbender did so many kind of um, realistic aspects into life and kind of like symbolizing and mirroring of actions that actual human beings would do and that's why a lot of people kind of love Zuko as a character as he's had the best character arc overall to them personally as it mirrors choices as you realize that you think of when you think it more deeply there he's a he's a favorite character as he's he's the most realistic and he kind of symbolizes the audience with their uh, with the targeted audience being naive and when you put your shoes um, into his own experiences, you realize that yeah. he's kind of stuck with this. So, after wrapping up episode five, I will just post another video tomorrow. There will be no video on Wednesday because I am taking a microeconomics test and just screw that. So, see you then.